Welcome to episode seven of From Deep. I'm your host, Luke Jansen, and we are with my co-host, Phil Wiseman. Say hello, Phil. Oh, hello, people. It's a beautiful Saturday night, May 8th. Welcome to our world. We are excited to talk about some basketball today. We got our From Deep NBA Weekly Hot Take, We the North. We got some spiciness coming at you today. We're bringing the energy. We're bringing some fun. We're bringing some laughs. We're going to hear Phil's, uh, I believe, his All-NBA, and I'm going to try to guess him. Mm. It's going to be... uh, gonna be an interesting time mm-hmm. i'm i'm pretty amped up for it phil aren't you mm-hmm. i'm meditating i'm bringing in the zen <laughs> for this episode balance balance yeah, we need, nice. need balance mm-hmm. you, you know for every kobe you need a brian scalabrini the mm-hmm. white mamba the black mamba you need that balance it's perfect perfectly even as all things should be mm-hmm. for every 76ers you need an oklahoma city thunder it's just what you need it's just, <laughs> just what you need just what you need Let's mm-hmm. get into the fun stuff. This is from deep. We're going to jump into it. We're going to have a little pushy splash. That means from deep is ready to rock and roll. Uh, Phil, we're going to play some rock, paper, scissors here. Now, remember, for those that we're going to go one, two, three, and then you're going to say rock, paper, scissors. So those people that are listening on the audio know what's going on. You ready? Absolutely. One, two, three, rock, paper, Ah, all right. You got first question. I win head. this week. You I win this week. Man, okay. one one. All right. Oh uh, yeah. Always keeping a tally, eh? I love it. I love it. So, so my question this week was inspired from the beautiful social media network Reddit. Reddit. Oh boy. Didn't ask me anything with Anthony Davis. Did you see this or no? <laughs> I did. I just tried to mess. That's for sure. Okay. Okay. So you're probably gonna like the question that I ask. Is it uh, about ducks? It is about ducks. <laughs> I didn't actually read it. I just heard about it. So uh, one Redditor asked, uh, his name is Give My Comments Gold. Uh, asked Anthony Davis, for some reason this went unanswered. I, I don't know why it did, why it didn't. Uh, there are some more R-rated questions that weren't answered either. But this question, PG rated, PG-13 rated, would you rather fight one LeBron James-sized duck or 100 duck-sized LeBron Jameses? Your answer. So, so like, so I'm trying to get the visual on this because I always kind of miss it. So it's either a hundred LeBrons, which are the size of ducks. So you're talking about like two feet, three pound ducks that are LeBron. But they're LeBron Jameses. But they're LeBron James. They're little mini LeBron James. There are a hundred of them. Or, or you've got a six foot eight, 250 pound LeBron James size duck beacon all. <laughs> Dude. That's dangerous. All right, is the streetball rules? Because of the streetball rules, the, the duck might just. Oh, it's a fight. It's, it's a fight. fight. Oh, it's yeah. a fight. It, this yeah. isn't. This isn't. This like isn't basketball. basketball. This, this is, is a like, fight. What do I want to fight? <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. See, I misunderstood the question. I heard about it, but I didn't. I didn't. Okay. Yeah. Ooh, do I want to fight a hundred little Lebrons or a big duck? <laughs> the size of a duck. <laughs> I just imagine like, but like there's a hundred of them. That's not a small amount. Like if you said 10, maybe, but like a hundred, like LeBron's are just trying to get at you. It'd probably yeah. beat, beat me up. I think I lose in both scenarios. So I'm trying to think of which one I don't get. Maybe, maybe they're probably die. up halfway up your shin. If you want to give like an idea, Yeah, but they can form a wall and climb me, beat me up. hundred, 100 of them. They could stack on the top of each other too. Right. They can form a you LeBron. don't know. There's a hundred of them. They could form a, 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 a normal size LeBron. <laughs> Or a could probably form a few normal sized LeBrons. So yes, would you rather fight one LeBron James sized duck or one hundred duck sized LeBron Jameses? Um, 
again, I lose in both scenarios. So I'm just trying to think of which one. I guess we'll go with. I guess we'll go with. Um, we'll go with the duck, just the just duck? due to the, the fact one, that the one LeBron sized the duck? one LeBron sized duck. Um, <laughs> there's a good chance I die, but there's no way I'm taking on a hundred little Jack LeBrons. <laughs> there's, just, mm-hmm. there's no mm-hmm. way that's happening. Yeah, quick quick story time for you. When I was a kid, I got attacked by a swan. Oh, you know, you know, those little commercials with, well, Heinz did the commercial feeding the swan with a fry and ketchup. Mm-hmm. You remember this commercial? So the, I tried that. That did not go well. I was crying. I was screaming. I was running away for in tears away from this. So Swans I would be vicious. very, very afraid of the LeBron size duck, in my opinion. But uh, th- there were some other really good questions that were asked as well. Um, hey, AD, how was your transition from college to the NBA? And what was your welcome to the NBA moment? He said his transition was smooth and his welcome to the NBA moment was during his rookie year. They, uh, when they played uh, the Indiana Pacers, they played Paul George, Lance Stevenson, David West, Roy Hibbert, and David team. West absolutely lit him up. And he said he kept on going the same move over and over and over and hit it five times in a row. And he'd catch the ball once it went through, receive an elbow. <laughs> That was his welcome to the NBA moment. And his uh, highest rank moment of his career was uh, last year in the Western Conference Finals when he hit the buzzer beater against the yeah. Nuggets. Oh, that was a huge shot. Man, I yeah. forgot about that Pacers team. That was a nutty team, man. Mm-hmm. Was a very... Roy Hibbert kind of just disappeared a couple of years after that. but Verticality was no longer a thing. <laughs> yeah. Can't go straight up. Yeah, yeah. He, he went off quick. Space and, space and stretch the floor. Took it yeah. away. Um, all right. Well, I appreciate the question. It's my turn now to hit you with my question. And we are going to go to a Space Jam themed type question. Mm-hmm. This is obviously, as we know in Space Jam, that the game of basketball had to be played or humanity was going to be enslaved or it was just the Looney Tunes. Just the Looney Tunes, I think. Or the Looney Tune world. So we're going to flip it I around it and say that. humanity. So Earth of itself is is this, the basketball team from Space Jam 1 comes in. Mm-hmm. And you have to have one Toronto Raptor player who is going to be down two. The game is on the line, has to hit the three pointer to win it. Which Toronto Raptor do you have doing it, and why? Of all time, or of current? all time? Yeah, yeah, no, not current, all time. It's got to be Kawhi Leonard. Got to yeah. be Kawhi Leonard. You think? Yeah. I mean, I know he hit. I got this beautiful painting in the background for those uh, that can't see and aren't joining us on YouTube as I'm tilting my laptop like a boomer. Uh, you'll see that uh, Kawhi Leonard hit that beautiful shot in game six against uh, game seven, excuse me, against the Philadelphia 76ers. He hit the most iconic shot in Raptors history. So I would say Kawhi Leonard. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, that's what I kind of figured you'd pick because he mm-hmm. had that shot. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he hits that shot though. If he takes that shot another nine times, I don't know if he hits that. Yeah, but he hit the one. So this is like humanity on the line. This is who you got. Look, I'm, I'm picking gonna, Kawhi. I'm going to so primo pasta. We're going to go so You're taking Andrea Bargnani. We're taking Andrea Bargnani. He's going to hit that shot, or he's probably going to miss it. Maybe I just don't like humanity, and I just want us to all be gone. <laughs> Luke, we're not we're not in the hot take segment yet. We're not in the hot take segment yet. Uh, Andrea Bargnani as the raptor of all time that you want to take that shot. Not not Kyle Andrea Lowry, Bargnani. I'm, stick, I'm sticking not to Chris it. Chris Bosh? No. no. Vince Carter? Andrea no. Andrea Bargnani. Tracy Grady? No. Final okay. answer. He's hitting Dame that Sotomayor? shot. No. Okay. Andrea. Oh, okay. Andrea okay. Bargnani. I believe in yeah. you, baby. I always have. Primo right. pasta. 
he hits a shot. Humanity, humanity is saved. Or again, maybe I was the dark timeline and I just wanted to see humanity destroyed. Who knows? That's for that's for me to know and you guys to find out. <laughs> Have you ever watched the community? Is that a show you ever watched? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So the dark timeline, the darkest timeline. Mm, I haven't seen that one, okay. but that's one I should go back and rewatch. Eh? Okay. It, it's basically he comes uh, back from getting pizza and the die mm-hmm. rolls up and each die a number has a different like alternate universe of what's happening and the darkest timeline just the craziest stuff happens and they tie the darkest timeline into multiple seasons of like mm-hmm. they all just have mustaches <laughs> the darkest timeline that but either sense. way so this is Not even the, people with mustaches that makes a lot of sense yeah if yeah. you have a mustache you're probably evil right mm-hmm. so yeah so andre mm-hmm. bagnani um again you can pick whether i'm trying to create the darkest timeline or not <laughs> I also love me some Bargs. So again, um, that's oh, for, you to, for you to find out for me to know. That is my question. We are now also going to jump into our thought provoking question of from deep. We're not going to put it at the end because I just kind of want to talk about it now. Um, mm-hmm. cause we're in the from deep segment. Why are we going to put it at the end? You know what I mean? Let's just talk about it now. So bring it to the forefront. Let's talk. The question is, if there is one thing you could change in the NBA, what would it be? Now I know we. I, you were just hearing this question not too long ago. Did you have time to think of something, or do you want me to go first? You go first, and I will mull a little bit longer on it. Okay. So mine's not like game changing, but it's fan changing. Okay. And my thing that I wish that the NBA would change is no more technicals for flaunting. For flopping or for uh, taunting? Fla- taunting, flaunting. Um, okay. I uh, I miss oh, it, man. Okay. I, I, you know, cause if you scream, right, you get teed up. It's not always, you yeah. can kind of like stare people yeah. down, but you can't like, you can't do anything else. Yeah. The refs have been really harsh this year on that. That's true. The last couple of years. Like, and the only yeah. reason I say from a fan's perspective in like the regular season games, like I'm not attached to regular season games anymore. I feel like it's just like people are playing basketball. They're trying to get to the playoffs, but like you think back to like some of the highlights you see, or even the other games, like there was like these rivalries of these teams playing against each other. Allen mm-hmm. Iverson would dunk on you and he'd hold on to the rim and point at you. You know what I mean? Like that get you amped up as a fan. And I think it would get you amped up as a player too. Like when somebody scores on me, when I'm playing basketball or like does makes me look stupid. I'm like, all right, I'm going to battle this guy back. I just feel like that momentum of like the NBA, like if you come in and just hammer somebody with a huge dunk, you got to mm-hmm. be able to scream. These guys are the best of the best playing basketball. And you just pulled in a highlight move on another NBA player. Like to then just be like, Oh, I'm going to be quiet. Can only look at him or I'm going to get technical. Yeah. Like it takes, for me, it takes away from that, like fun of the game. Like you demoralize mm-hmm. somebody, have some fun with it. You know what I mean? Like when you get a touchdown of football, those guys are doing dances. They're having fun with it. Um, I, I miss that in basketball. I miss, I miss the points down. I miss the Kevin Garnett just stares down. Like it's, I miss those. I miss those moments. Yeah, that that is definitely taken out of the game. Um, I think something that I would like to change would be probably the review at the end of games. That really needs to be sped up because the last two minutes can just take about 20 minutes and it just kills it when there's momentum going. Of course, I understand that they want to get the call right, but why can't they just send it to Secaucus, excuse me, in New Jersey and get the refs there to kind of decide and yep. make them get the decision rather than having... 10 reviews of the exact same highlight that you and I could see at home on the first play on the first take that it was good or that it wasn't good. It just, it kills the game for me whenever I'm a fan watching it. It's too fan perspective, I guess that we've got with this one, but that's something that I'd like to see change just because it, it kills the flow of the game, so to speak, when you're watching it. 
Yeah, and it can kill the momentum of a player. Like you're in those heated yeah. moments and you're playing and you're like, and now you're waiting for like five minutes. Yeah. For your play to be right. So you lose that, that momentum or if the shot juice, I understand why it's there though, because like it is, can be the game changing of like a win. They want to get the call, right. They, they want to get, get the call, call right. right. But yeah, I get it. It could be, could be done faster. Uh, it's just, a little bit faster, right? It's so slow. That's the issue for me. Yeah. No, it's a good thing to change. I like that. Mm-hmm. That is our from deep segment. We are now going to jump into our wait for it. Wait for it. Bam. Slam jam NBA weekly. We got some cool things going on this week. Zion, my boy, my boy, Zion Williamson, Phil, <laughs> he coming sophomore out. Sophomore boy. Sophomore year. And you could even say it was his first year. Because how many games did he play last year? 14, 15? Not a whole lot. That's so you sure. could almost say this is his rookie year, really, to be honest. Like it, I would consider mm-hmm. it. I know it's not like technically speaking, but I would say this is his first actual year in the NBA. Finished it off with 27, 7 and 4 on 65% um, true shooting percentage, which is crazy at 20 years old. Uh, yeah. From, from Reddit there, that's where I pulled up that. This has to be one of the most historic offensive seasons we've ever seen from someone so young. For comparison, Curry in his unanimous uh, MVP year averaged 37 and 5 on 67% true shooting percentage. Wow. That's a wild stat. So other notable players he's doing that in his second year. Wow. Is, in what you could arguably say Phil's is actually his first. Yeah, he only played twenty four games, just looked it up. Twenty four games. Is that what he did? First yeah. One. yeah. So that's pretty awesome to see. Now, of course, you're gonna get a nod to Luca here because other notable players who did it at age twenty, LeBron James, twenty seven, seven and seven on fifty five TS. Luca <laughs> at twenty nine, nine and nine on fifty nine TS. And Shaq Ooh. at 23, 14, and 2 on 58. Oh, my yes. God. 23, 14, and 2 as well as discussed. And LeBron's. Yeah, th- those are just incredible names to be mentioned, in, right? Yeah. But uh, I think I think it could be argued that for my pick still, Phil, I think we both made arguably the better. Both made good decisions. Luca and uh, Zion are, are definitely going to be the face of the NBA to come. Mm-hmm. Um, they're doing, you know, just seeing all these young players come up. There's some really good stuff to come from that. But I mean, look, like Zion at 27, 7, and 4. Everyone, I was reading on Reddit there too, and I agree with it. It's kind of like the hype of Zion kind of disappeared because he had the injury and it's gone on to LaMelo. Um, mm-hmm. It's gone on to um, Luca. Luca's getting a ton yeah. of media attention. And, and Zion just Anthony had, Edwards too, another and, rookie yeah, that's getting and, a lot of attention. And like Zion just had an amazing season and it's kind of slid under the radar. So. Yeah, Pelicans aren't really in contention though either, right? They're not really in the playoffs. Stan Van Gundy, who's their head coach, has kind of been up and down this year. I think everybody was expecting a big leap from the Pelicans as an overall team, and it just hasn't happened either, right? So I think yeah. that kind of lays a factor into it as of well. Of course, no, the narrative's not there, but good on Zion. I'm excited to see how, how he does. If that's his first full season, um, it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun watching him grow. That's someone I really want to see in person. Like that's probably the next game that I want to go see when this whole thing is done coronavirus and we can go actually see games in person. That's someone yeah. I'd love to go see play. My gosh. Or virtual reality. Just sim it right in. Ooh, be courtside. They did that. Back the NBA was working on that. I don't know whatever happened to it. I read about that. I think two it's years still ago. around. Yeah, yeah, it's still around. Yeah. I mean, yeah. more so now I imagine they try to, for those of you who don't know what I'm talking about, basically the NBA was willing to start selling tickets of virtual reality 
uh, games. So you could basically VR in at your house and be courtside while the game is live. And you could switch to multiple perspectives. So, so you could be courtside, you could switch up to middle, you could switch up to like your side, your team side, the other team side. So you could have multiple angles of the live game and watch it through your VR with surround sound system. And I was like, that's pretty cool, actually. If it's done well, mm-hmm. I mean, obviously being at the game, front row seats is awesome. But if I had the choice of like front row seats, multiple different angles for like 50 bucks or nosebleed seats for 50 bucks, I don't know. If it was done right, I think I'd pick VR again. You got to try it. You got to at least It had try to be once, done right. right. So I'm excited yeah. to see that. But uh, we're kind of getting off topic here. Next thing we're going to jump into tonight, uh, Russell Westbrook. We're going to bring him up one more time because he did tonight now tie uh, Oscar Robinson for the all-time record of NBA triple doubles. I can't remember how many is off the top of my head. Um, mm, I can fact check. 180, 181. something like that, right. I think it's 181. Mm-hmm. It's, it's up mm-hmm. there. Uh, Oscar wrote an article a couple days ago giving the nod to Russell, uh, saying, you know, I'm excited for him. This is great. And, you know, excited to see what he does. Oscar, which I didn't know, uh, was kind of writing in there, about the triple double he didn't even know that the triple double didn't exist when he was in the nba it wasn't wow. an actual stat line that that was there so he didn't know that he held the record until they actually i think it was the year magic johnson won uh the most triple doubles or something and then they started to do hi- history checks and oscar like just dummied the league so in the Makes article sense. i think oscar was saying while well, in his first season he had something like 62 or, or, or 41 triple doubles while the NBA as a whole had like way less than him. <laughs> wow. So it's kind of cool, man. That's Oscar Robinson's not a guy I'm, you know, you hear a lot about, but not a guy that I know a ton about. And I've just learned more and more because of these Russell Westbrook comparisons. Um, Russell Westbrook is having a great, great season. We found out to the start of the year where like, I kind of thought as I got, Oh, are we seeing a, uh, a decline are we seeing uh finally that that step is starting to get lower and then news comes out that he had a quad tear and also had covid so that would slow mm-hmm. down any just about anyone player. yeah um, especially if you rely a lot on your athleticism that would kill you so now that we see russell's out of that he's killing it uh they moved up to ninth now tonight with their win over the was it the Pacers? That we yeah, they beat for? the Pacers in overtime. That's right. So they are ninth seed now with the potential of squeezing into eighth, I believe, because I think they're only two games back. Uh, and there's five yeah. games left. So. One game back in the win column, one and a half overall to the Hornets. Uh, yeah. And they do play the Hornets in the last night of the season okay. uh, on the 16th of May. So that could so be a real good there's, game. There's a potential of, of a jump into the eighth. Either or, they're not getting higher than the play-in. They are going to the play-in unless they somehow lose the next five, which isn't going to happen with the way they've been playing. Uh, Russell Westbrook, good job. Love to talk about our point. We're talking a lot about point cards, but a lot, a lot of our point cards this year blown up records. Hundred. So you're right. 181 triple doubles is what he has uh, after tonight's game. So one more, and he's got the record at 182. Pretty cool. Where do you think he ends? He's 32. He's probably got what? He's got four seasons, unless injuries, of course. But he's pretty. He's got at least. I would even say five. A lot of players. A lot of NBA players seem to be going about 37 now, like like superstars. Yeah, I think he's done triple doubles four out of the last five seasons. I believe that's he's averaged he's a triple done. double over the last yeah. four seasons. But I just mean like, yeah. where, where do you see that final number? Do you think he makes two fifty? I if he at plays thirty two. I I it depends on the decline of his athleticism, right? If he continues to maintain this athleticism, maybe another two years, another two three years, thirty five. I would say is probably where it starts to decline a little bit. If you're thinking historically. 
So maybe, yeah, maybe another, he does another two seasons of triple doubles talking maybe 180, Michael 180, one, maybe knocking on the door 200. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I agree. I think, I, I think he'll set a record that won't be broken for a long time. I don't yeah, think, I don't that, think any. that as much is true. And if it is broken, it won't be done by a point guard. It, it won't. No. There's, it will not be done by a point guard at that record. There's Luca, who's obviously performing like crazy and getting a lot of triple doubles early into his career. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't see a point guard anytime soon ever going to be breaking that, you know, even 180, 200 mark. No, it's not very anytime soon. What he's doing. Very impressive what he's been doing. Phil, you got our all NBA stuff. Let's hear it. Well, so all NBA, as some may know, are starting to come up for those that aren't familiar with all NBA. uh, Essentially what happens is the journalists of the league, they come together, they pick three teams that they think are the best players that symbolize the season. Uh, They pick one center, two forwards and two guards with each team. So 15 players total. Uh, So six guards, six forwards and three centers. And uh, I've picked three teams and Luke is trying to figure out what would I have picked for my first team. So Luke, do you want to give me your guess at what I picked as my, as my first team? Yes, of course. So you said it was two guards, two forwards and a center. That's right. Mm -hmm. Okay. So we know that Nicola is in there and I'm going to say you put him uh, at the four. I put him at center, but but center four, he's on that first team. You're right. Okay. Mm -hmm. So this could this could go wrong though because then I put Joel at five. I put him at the four. So we just swap positions on him. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. So to to be fair, Embiid is technically eligible as a forward. I was reading today, so he's technically yeah, eligible as a forward. So yeah. we, yes, you're two for two so far. Two for two. Okay. Although I messed up the positions. That's it. I'm fired. Um, for the one, mm-hmm. I went with CP three. He's on my second team. Ooh, okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, for the two, I went with Steph Curry. Yeah, Curry's on my first team. Mm-hmm. And then the third, I wasn't sure, mm-hmm. but I went with who I would have picked. That was Kevin Durant. He's played too, too few games for me. Otherwise, I agree he would be on that team. I actually didn't put him on any of my teams because he didn't, he didn't have enough games, in my opinion, because okay. he's at about 39 or so games right now. Who so yeah. who do you have at your three? Uh, I have Giannis Antetokounmpo. Yeah. Giannis, Giannis Antetokounmpo. That's true. And I then I have uh, then I have your boy, Damian Lillard at the other. You put Dame at one. I put Dame as on the top first team over CP three. I well statistically he's had an unbelievable season. This is look. Hey, I'm all for it. I'm a Trailblazers fan. Uh, you know, yeah. Raptors fan first. But, you know, I, the Trailblazers are in there, and they have Norm now, so I could say mm-hmm. they've got some trauma in my favorite player, Melo. So I'm all for it. I just didn't think you would have put him there. Yeah, no, no. I thought he's had an amazing season. I thought you would enjoy that, too. That was part of the reason, if I'm being honest. So put Dame in there as well. Uh, my second team, Dame, Dame time. time. Dame, Dame time. time, first team. I, just I, I today, hope he gets it, to be honest. He's playing three, three, 4v4 in the gym. I'm basically Damian Lillard, for all those that don't know. Um <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not true. I haven't played basketball for like three years, and now I played the last seven sat seven seven weeks every Saturday. And I used I to shoot, I used to shoot th- deep threes, not consistently, but you know, Phil, like I used you to, did. I, I you did were like very to, good. I just, You're I just, very good. I'm not an NBA player. I wouldn't even say I would be a college player, but I could hit a good, you know, Steph Curry three every once in a while. Hey, without, at without, the YMCA, you're getting YMCA. picked in. The, you're getting picked out of maybe twenty guys. 
maybe in the mid pack, you know? Yeah. So you're, you're doing well. You're I'm hitting the shot. Well. So you're I'm, hitting I'm the hitting shot. shot. Phil, you know, I can yeah. hit the, the deep three. And yeah. uh, it's been, been a couple weeks, been a rough couple weeks. The first like five, six weeks were, were uh, I don't even think the first five weeks, I don't even think I hit a three pointer. I think I hit one. Mm-hmm. Um, so the running joke was, I said, uh, I was hitting one for 10. I said, you can cover me. You don't have to cover me for nine, but that 10th shot, you got, you got to cover me because I'm going to hit it. And today I hit no threes, but it was the last game. It was just a deep, deep Lillard tree. What was the score? Was uh, it, so we're playing to seven because uh, mm-hmm. we only had five minutes. So it was game out. It was 6-6. Six, six. Got the ball, put it right up, splashed it from almost half. And it was wonderful. High percentage shot. I said at that point, I'm retiring. I'm never playing <laughs> basketball again. I went out on top. <laughs> High percentage shot. Was, Why, take a lay- <laughs> Why take a layup when it's 6-6 six, six when you can take a 25-footer, right? You, you hit the- that game winner, and I'll be talking about that for the rest of my days. And, uh, you know how it could have basically been Dame Lillard uh, had circumstances been different. There you go. There you go. So in that, in that note, Dame Lillard first team, just because of you and your beautiful shooting. That's it. That was my rabbit hole story. All right. It's good. And then so, the, yeah, what do you the got other for two the teams two? you want to go through? Or what do you want to think? Um, I really, like I, I told you, I, unfortunately I'm, I'm a bad NBA fan this way. I don't really That's pay attention okay. to the, to the teams. I really, I, I don't know why I don't, but I could care less. I just, it's, it, I shouldn't hey, say I could care, care less. less. Let's keep on moving. Let's yeah, we'll get moving. you into the two and three. I, I got to explain why I don't care that much. It's because I do think there's some <laughs> bias with the so like with media. There's been a lot of times where it's like the, the voting is, can definitely be skewed. Um, mm-hmm. I do think the first team is really important, but like once you get into the second and third, I feel like it's just fan favorites. But I still do want to hear your second and third, and I want to compare them. So let's hear it. Okay, so second team, Julius Randle is technically eligible as a center. So I put Julius really? Randle as my center. Yeah. I didn't know Randle was a, could be put as five. Cool. Yeah, yeah. so he could technically be put as a center. I put LeBron as the other forward. Ooh. Doncic as the other forward. And then to, with CP3 in the back, Jason Tatum. Yeah, that's a pretty – On the second team. That's a good, solid second team. Yeah, and then the third team – uh, Gobert, yeah, of course. Put Gobert Def- there, uh, Kawhi Leonard, uh, Jimmy Butler, Kyrie Irving, and Russell Westbrook is my third team. And I did, I did leave off quite a few players. There's some really good notables. We don't have to run through them today. You can guess them. They're not been mentioned. James Harden, for example, inexcusable. What happened in Houston? Anthony Davis did not play enough games. Nor did he answer the LeBron question about the Ducks. Automatically <laughs> off automatically, my list. Automatically, he's out. Garbage. He's, he's off my list. Durant didn't play enough games. Paul George is a little too full of himself, so he's not getting put on that list. And uh, yeah, that's 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 the that's the reason why. There you so go. we'll have to first. We'll have to make. Uh, we'll have to see. We'll have to compare this to when. When's when's this done? Is this at the end of the season? So like, oh, it should week? be at the end of the season. Yeah. Okay. We can so do, we'll, uh, we'll do we like a little recap, and we'll see. We'll see who who we got right. I think the first team we could get right now with your team two and three, mm-hmm. who do you think wins the game if they play each other? Cause I know I'm listening to those names and I was like, number two, isn't all that much better than the three. There's some good players on that three team. Mm. What's our matchups point guards. We got CP3 so you versus got C- Westbrook. Westbrook. Uh, I think, I think Westbrook's all there. Okay. Tatum versus Kyrie. Ah, oh, yeah. Okay. And then what's our third? Uh, Doncic versus Butler. Butler, 
Although I believe Doncic is better, I think Butler could match him up pretty good. He's very good as I well, think, right? Like, and he's an unbelievable season. Very quiet and unbelievable season, Jimmy. Yeah, Butler, and say. then so I, I, there's nothing here that I'm hearing that's like too crazy. Then uh, although Kawhi LeBron, that's going to be tough. That kind of takes each other out, right? Yep. And then Gobert Randall. Gobert is very good on the defensive end. Dude, Randall's that, very good. That on the would be end. a fun game to watch you know there's one thing i wish that the nba and it would never happen but it would be cool again from a fan perspective is if they made like a a premier league like how fifa does Mm. you know what i mean like it would be really Mm -hmm. cool to see like do an nba season and then afterwards like your top of the top for extra money extra whatever whatever nba players do is that you take like your top pool of like four teams and put them together and do like a little mini tournament it would never happen but it would be really Team USA, Team USA in the summer, those tryouts for the Olympics this summer. That could that could be your preview. That could yeah, be your preview. It would be mm-hmm. it would, wouldn't that be so fun though like to see mm-hmm. like a premiere like cuz the NBA All-Star weekend everyone nobody takes it seriously because they're there for yeah. fun. It's a weekend. But like if you somehow could like pay these guys more money and be like this is like a shortened season of like the best of the best and they just play each other for I don't know 10 games, 8 games. Wouldn't that be cool? That would be amazing. That, it would, there's it no happen, doubt about that. But it would no. be cool. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, all right. So that's our all NBA. So Phil, again, what was your first five? We had Jokic, Embiid, Giannis, Curry, and Dame. Dame. Okay, and I had CP3. Dame probably the one that's not making it in the media. <laughs> I have CP3, Curry, Kevin Durant, uh, Jokic, and Embiid. So mm-hmm. although Kevin Durant, you're probably right. He didn't play enough games. Although when he did play, he did well, but yeah. He probably didn't yeah. Well. That's the big thing. He played unbelievable this season, but he just didn't have enough games to kind of meet that threshold. In my opinion, we'll yeah. see what the, see what the reporters say. Right. That's all right. Let's, uh, let's get spicy, Phil. You ready to get spicy? Flame is sizzling. We only do Shaq fives around here. For those of you who are new, <laughs> it's always spicy here. And we just like seeing Shaq's face. Even if you're an audio podcast, I encourage you open up the YouTube link. Just look at Shaq's face. It's a five. Kansas, Kansas, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Kansas. And if you're wondering what we're saying by that, check out his hot wings. Just type in hot wings shack and it'll pop up right away for you. Mm -hmm. My hot take this week, Russell Westbrook is, 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 is for sure. A hundred percent. No word of a lie. Phil will not have a rebuttal. Is the best all around (laughs) point guard in the active league in the NBA. And by that, I do not mean he's the best shooter. I do not mean he's the best game out closer. I think that Russell Westbrook as a point guard in the NBA is best around uh, being all around. So that makes is that, is that kind of set my lines up. Best like around I, at being all around. Best sure, around sure, at yeah. being all around. I think that he is so good at everything. I don't think he's the best but I think he's so well-rounded everywhere that I don't think there's another point guard in the league that could top him out there. He's got 181 triple doubles that back your name up. So I don't know if there's an argument there, but uh, I agree in the sense that this man is unbelievable all around. He's, uh, He's actually averaging a career high in assists and rebounds with the, with the wizards this year. I don't know if you knew that. With the Wizards, Wizards. the Wizards. 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 Who's their third option? Huge Uh, I think it's Scotty Brooks off the bench. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like the Wizards. It's Russell Westbrook is, and he's been 
again, smacked around for saying he's just, he goes and does it. He's a stat patter. And then he went and we talked about it last week that he's like, well, if it was so easy to do, why is nobody else doing it? Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, well, I, you can, you can definitely make the argument given off of his overall stat line on how he impacts the game. Like there's no argument in that sense. The only thing that I can kind of think of as a rebuttal is I think of like CP3, like what we were just talking about, like how he can improve a team, really adapt it. Like you think what he did with the Thunder, what's happened with the Suns this year, and maybe Stephen Curry. But those guys don't bring to the game all around stats like how Curry, uh, how how Russell Westbrook does, right? So Right. So, I mean, although you could say Russell Westbrook, they brought he brought the OKC into playoffs by himself the year he averaged his MVP. Yeah. Yeah, you could make that argument. I'm really like when you think about who Russell has played with, um, you know, James Harden, yeah, probably one of the mm-hmm. best shooting guards to ever play the game. But I also think that they don't fit. I don't, I don't, I always like immediately when I, they brought that in, I didn't think that was a good fit. I was, it didn't make sense. Could you imagine if, if Russell had someone like, well, he did have Kevin Durant, and and they almost took out the best Golden State team put together, and then mm-hmm. Kevin left. Russell has always been one superstar away from having a good team. I know he had Paul George and Carmelo, and I love Carmelo, but Carmelo was, again, that was a weird piecing together of Paul George and Carmelo Anthony. It was like Rudy Gay and DeMar DeRozan. You're basically bringing in two players that do the same things and that have huge ISO. But like, imagine if somehow Russell Westbrook was able to play with Steph Curry. Yeah, that would that would be very interesting. I, I think I when I think of him, a good tool. If I'm thinking ideal scenario, I'm thinking Zion Williamson. If I'm being honest, oh my goodness, yeah. Him and Zion, him and Anthony Davis, him and a big, I think would be very dynamic because of how much pick and roll he plays. And he hasn't ever had a good big. I mean, Stephen Adams, but Stephen Adams is in the Hall of Famer. He's just a, not a someone solid, that can shoot, right? Not someone that can center. shoot and have that yeah. big girth around. That's why someone like Zion in an ideal world or someone like Anthony Davis, I could see being like an ideal pairing with him. He's going to go somewhere, Phil. I think he's going to get a ring. I, I do think that Russell Westbrook will get a ring before he retires. I, I have a hard time imagining he doesn't. Uh, he obviously go to the right situation. And I think, again, he showed this year he's ready to be a, the right person in the right situation. Yeah. I, the one thing I'm just looking up quickly is how long is his contract? Because I think he's probably going to be in Washington through to 23. Yeah. He's there till the, th- till the end of 2023. So he's there for at least two more seasons with the Wizards, unless, of course, they trade him. I imagine uh, there'll be a trade that happens unless they do something this offseason. I don't see Bradley yeah. Beal. What's Bradley Beal's contract? You look that up. Uh, Bradley Beal, I believe he's signed through at least one more year. Um, but obviously, he's always been on the hot seat to be traded, and he's always someone that's kind of up in trade trade rumors and everything else. Yeah, Washington's got some good young pieces and core, so I'd be interested to see if they keep it all together. Although Russell Westbrook's contract would be hard to trade, that's the only thing. Well, they've managed to do it two straight seasons. OKC to Houston, and then now, obviously, Houston to Washington, right? And he's also through to the 2023 season okay. on a player option. So and maybe maybe they do really well in this, this offseason that someone wants to go join them. I well, don't know honestly, who, but... Honestly, I'm thinking about it like me and, me and some friends picked uh, where we thought the Wizards were going to finish at the end of the season, at the start of the season. And I picked them. I thought they were going to be doing really well. I thought they'd be... In the top six picks, top six, to be honest, because you really see the momentum going now, but kind of, as you mentioned earlier in the show, he had COVID, he had his torn hamstring that he's coming back and recovering from. 
I thought they were going to do really, really well. So I don't know. Who knows if they do, they stick it again together another year or if they move on. Time, hard to say, right? Russell Westbrook, best all-around point guard in the league at currently. By the time a season ends, I might even change that to all-time. Might not be wrong with that. So with our last segment, Phil, we're going to talk about our boys. You ready for it? Give me some Raptor news. Give me some Raptor news, baby. So, Raptor news, baby. It's time, Phil. Phil, take me away with my Raptors news. Let's finish this pod strong, full of energy, full of we the North energy. Let's go. Well, look, good news out of a, a bleak week with three losses. Uh, losses to the Clippers, Wizards, and Grizzlies tonight. They did, yes, however. That's the energy I need, Phil. Three losses. We suck. Oh, yeah. But, I feel good. But I'm doing, I'm setting the expectation that they're sucking and then boom, okay, okay. they beat the Lakers on last Sunday with LeBron playing. And did you know LeBron has still not managed to beat the Raptors since he moved to Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. And this is something to keep in mind. Basically because... we're better than LeBron. That's yeah. Tell me. Well, I can like tell as you. As a full team, it takes 15 of us to be better than LeBron. But as a group, as a full group of 15 Raptors, we mm-hmm. would win against LeBron. That's what I'm saying, because <laughs> because LeBron James is now afraid of LeBronto, where he was deemed LeBronto after beating them time and time again when he's in the East. But since he's moved to the West, no luck. No, 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 as Dikembe Mutombo says. You the South, no, we the North. No. Get out of here, LeBron. We the Tampa Bay Raptors. Get out <laughs> of here. Get out of here. What else you got and for me, that, Phil? What, what, what are the North news you got for me? We had a beautiful big beef, as the fellows from No Dunks like to call, a 20-rebound game from our old friend Jonas Valanciunas in the loss against the game for the Grizzlies. Uh, They are now 12th in the East, 7th best odds to get the potential number one draft pick from this year. Pascal Siakam had 44 points in the loss against the Wizards. They lost to the Wizards, just talking about them. Uh, Freddie had an amazing three-point shot to bring it to overtime. Uh, probably second most wild shot in comparison to Doncic's absolute wild shot against the Grizzlies, where he basically did a finger roll from three points, Doncic. Uh, Kyle Lowry has been, in fact, sitting the last couple of games, and it's led me to two questions that I wanted to ask you here today to wrap up the show. Mm-hmm. Is this the end of the Kyle Lowry era in Toronto? And what do you think about the Toronto Raptors sitting him down, looking like they want to get the draft pick rather than obviously put him out on a high note for his career. What are your thoughts? They're probably trying to create an environment through their picks to keep Kyle Lowry. Right? Ooh, like, I was not expecting that. That's a hot take right there. My Shaq face. Ooh. But the Raptors have shown over and over that they can draft well. And if that that's kind of the only thing that mm-hmm. they can say to Kyle is like, look, this is who we're bringing in. This is what he does. This is why we want to keep you. I don't know. My other thought was that they could package the pick that they get with someone in order to get a better play. That's my other thought. If they're ready to say this is our time Mm -hmm. to move on, definitely. They could package him up. I think Kyle doesn't leave like DeMar. I think if Kyle's going to leave, it will be done on his choice. I I don't think that... Plays a free agent this season, right? That's why right. there was all that that was all that thing at the at the trade deadline where he didn't decide to move, where the yes. Raptors didn't move him. Right, they so, didn't move him, so he's free. Yes, I thought he still yeah. won. Right, free agent. Yeah, he's um, a free agent. That's why I'm. That's why I'm thinking it could be the end of the Raptors era with Kyle Lowry personally. Yes, in that case, I forgot. I thought he still had one year for some reason. Yeah, it's yeah. probably it's probably the end. I I don't, you know, 
Although there's the only thing that could pull him is similar to what people are hoping Kawhi would be. It's like if he stays here, he cements himself even further as the best Raptor of all time. But at mm-hmm. the same time, because he, he's won a chip, so he doesn't have to chase mm-hmm. if he doesn't want to. But at the same time, he might want to go join the 76ers. He might want to go join somebody else. Um, I don't know. Yeah, like I think there's compelling arguments for both of him to stay and to go. So it'd be, I don't know. I, I don't have. I just I, hope I they have, have a plan. Yeah, I, I don't, don't have, have a definitive plan. answer for that for that question. I, I hope he stays, but I could see him leaving too. Yeah. What's your last question for me? That is everything. Uh, everything. Is, yeah, with the idea of obviously the Raptors tanking, are you a fan of it or are you not? Was the second part of that. Do you like it or no? We 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 just we were trying to get in the play-in tournament. And we lost a couple of key games down the stretch, and at that point, mm-hmm. the play-in tournament was gone. So of course, play your new guys. They sign a couple of people to contracts, uh, give them minutes, get them some development. I think that if we'd won a couple of games, we were going for the play in, but then we lost, I think two or three. Lost to the Wizards was heartbreaking. Yeah. That's and and at that point, it's like, okay, you know, it's, it's our chances are gone. So it is yeah. what it is. Let's finish on a strong note. Andrea Bargnani saves the world by hitting a three pointer against in the space gym. That's our high note. Primo pasta comes out of retirement. Well, let the us world. know your all-time Raptor folks. <laughs> is Andrea Bargnani really hitting that shot? Or if he's not, not your all-time Raptor? favorite Raptor, are you even a Raptors fan? That's what I'll end that on. <laughs> that that I think you have to it's be not a hot the take, same though. Italian. Just... You have to be from the same Italian town as as Andrea Bargnani to have that opinion. Uh, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> Great pod. Thanks everyone for tuning in. We'll catch you next week for episode eight. I'm signing off. Have a lovely week, Phil. What are you saying to the people? This is thank you for enjoying the show. Hope it was a blast. We had fun until next week, folks. Take until care. next week. Peace.